Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. This is Ken and Curtis on W-E-E-I. Justin Fields. Wiggy just wants to draft Justin Fields. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was two years ago. Our man, Jermaine Wiggins, in the morning, wanted Justin Fields. Didn't happen. Fitzy, by the way, Fitzy and Art coming up at noon here on WEI. Ken and Curtis now. Ken Laird here. My good friend Chris Curtis over there. Hello. And thanks to our boss, Mike Thomas, who worked out in Chicago for a couple years. He got us hooked up with Dan Wiederer, who was the Chicago Bears beat reporter for the Chicago Tribune and also a contributor at 670 The Score. So, Dan, we appreciate your time. And uh, we got into this conversation about uh, Justin Fields. First of all, I guess, just at, and thanks for joining us. Um, is he available? Is there a chance the Bears do trade Justin Fields this offseason? Yeah, there's a strong chance of that. Obviously, the Bears inheriting the Carolina Panthers pick at number one gives them a chance to reboot at the quarterback position. I think there's a strong presumption that unless they find something in the pre-draft process character-wise that scares them away from Caleb Williams, that that's the logical move they will make. And then that would obviously leave uh, Justin Fields available to whoever wanted to uh, present an offer that would, that would intrigue the Bears. Are Bears fans happy about that? It is a divided city in that regard. There is a, a strong contingent of Bears fans that have fallen in love with Justin Fields over the last three seasons that would hate to see him go. And then there's a strong contingent on the other side that says we need to have much more competent play at the most position, uh, important position in sports to be able to, to, to be a playoff team on a regular basis. And so right now the conversation in our city is, is pretty supercharged. Dan, just from afar, watching uh, Justin Fields this past season, it seemed like he's figured some things out. My colleague Ken is sort of dubious about his potential down the road, but what would you say your, you know, what's the upside on Fields? What do you expect from him, and, and what kind of player do you think he'll be in the next four to five years in the NFL? Yeah, so we're 38 starts into this, and I'll, I'll give you the positives first. Leadership terrific it's off the charts the mental toughness a plus plus the highlight reel totally intoxicating you're going to have an adrenaline rush at least once per game watching him play now productivity wise again 38 starts into this there are some major flaws in terms of playing this position at a high level that are still there pocket feel below average uh getting the ball out quickly has been a problem his fourth quarter efficiency uh Really woeful, to be honest with you. I think uh, the, the numbers I ran at the end of the season was that there were 
uh, 40 quarterbacks in the league that threw at least 50 passes in the fourth quarter, and the only one worse in passer rating was Bailey Zappi. I bring that up for your audience uh, for, for for a reason to let you know what kind of what kind of class you're in there. Uh, and just the game on the line production has just been it's been lacking. And so yes, I think the improvement has been undeniable. There's some positives that you can see and gravitate towards, but from what I've seen on a week-in, week-out basis from the quarterback position for three years doesn't lead me to believe that he's going to be a top 12, top 10 starter in this league in any time. Is there a counter-argument, Dan, that he just didn't have enough around him? Is that uh, an argument put forth by the Fields fans out there? A million percent of that, that argument is out there and it's being made on a daily basis here. Obviously, he had to switch coaching staffs after year one and go from a Matt Nagy-led offense to one that, that Luke Getze oversaw for the past two seasons. They didn't have a lot of uh, playmakers two years ago, but they did upgrade this year. They used a, a top-ten draft pick to solidify their offensive line with Darnell Wright at right tackle. They went out in free agency and got themselves a, a, a quality starting right guard. They traded for D.J. Moore last offseason, and he was a, a quarterback's best friend in a lot of ways this year. Cole Komet emerged, and so there was enough there. Uh, for Justin to work with this past season. And again, there was improvement and there was progress, but it's all about what you're trying to do and what you're trying to accomplish. With where the Patriots are drafting, you've got to make the decision on whether you'd like to, to uh, you know, start over and start a new, particularly where, with where their program's at. It doesn't feel like they're one player away here. Or take the, the one-year flyer on Justin Fields because I don't think you're going to exercise his fifth-year option. And so then it's just a, a one-year trial to see if he can be your guy. Uh, I can understand rolling those dice, but I think you probably have to go through this draft class first, which a lot of people are very high on, to figure out if there's a guy there that could, could marry up with as well. Is there any doubt, Dan, that the Bears take Caleb Williams with the first pick? Is there any even conversation about that? Yeah, there is because I think I think what – Ryan Poles, the general manager here, has stressed is that you know these next 90 days or, or whatever it's going to be, maybe 75 as we get closer to the draft, is going to be a, a pretty intense homework assignment in trying to figure out the kid's wiring and his DNA and whether he has the mental fortitude and the emotional stability to kind of understand what he's stepping into here in this market where it's a, a major market with a lot of impatience and frustration because unlike in New England, this team has not won in a long, long time. You know, we're 13 years removed from the Bears' last playoff victory. Uh, and so um, I always say with new coaches, new quarterbacks, and new general managers here, they're not responsible for their predecessors' uh, flaws and failures, but they're not immune to them either because it creates an impatience in this town that is real. And, and, and the people in those roles have to understand that. And so I think there's a homework assignment now to be done on Caleb Williams to figure out whether he has those intangibles to, to handle that part of the show. And Ryan Poles, BC guy, so you got a smart person running the running the outfit over there. But the the McCaskey family, people here, you know, I've been railing against the Patriots because the spending has not been up to snuff. In my view, they've been twenty seventh, they've been thirty first. There was a study that um, Mike Reese at ESPN did that over the last decade, the Patriots had the least amount of cash spending. But just for our audience here to understand that, I mean, the McCaskies have really sort of not been investing into the product for many years. You know, to be honest with you, that's a reputation that's out there that's that's a little bit misguided. I think that was true um, a generation ago, but that, that really hasn't been something that has has impeded them. Really, um, it, it really the th- the things that obstructed the Bears for for you know I've been on the beat now eleven seasons. It's just been the inability to get the right marriage of quarterback, coach, general manager, and they've been rebooting at the three most important spots in the sport for a long time. 
that stability hasn't been there. And that hasn't really been a financial product byproduct, but something that they just haven't made good decisions when there have been decisions there to be made. Obviously, here in, in Chicago, the 2017 draft will, will forever live in infamy for Ryan Pace's decision to trade up from number three to number two, uh, identifying Mitch Trubisky as a have-to-have quarterback and passing on Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. And, and obviously, that, that's a, a decision that will haunt you as an organization for uh, a decade, if not longer. And, and they're still kind of trying to swim out from that thought they had their, uh, their their chance to reboot with Justin three years ago, and the, the results just haven't been what a lot of people thought they would have been when they when they made that move three years ago. Well, lastly, Dan, what, what do the Bears think they can get in a trade for Fields? What's realistic in a return? Yeah, you know, from people I've talked to around the league, it, the sentiment is that you're looking at a two, um, maybe a high three, and then maybe something else along with that. Now, People have used the Sam Darnold trade from a few years ago and saying, look, like the, the Jets were able to get back a, a two, a four, and a six. But that was from Carolina, who uh, is not great at these things and hasn't made a lot of good decisions. And so you can't count on there being a sucker all the time out there to, to uh, give you a haul more than uh, you deserve. And so I think it'll be really interesting to see how this all unfolds because I do think this draft class leaves a lot of teams, a lot of organizations waiting to see, like, who can we get? in this draft, and if not, what are our fallback plans? I think Justin's for a lot of teams would be a, a fallback contingency plan if things don't go uh, the way they think they will in the draft, and so that's going to be interesting to see, but I think probably for, from what I'm hearing, a two is probably the most realistic uh, upper-end pick that you're going to get back. Well, that's great info, Dan. I appreciate it. Um, maybe we'll check in again. Who knows? First pick, third pick. we got a lot of uh, connections here uh, with the draft on the way, but we appreciate the time. Thanks for doing it. No question, and welcome to our world in Chicago of of, uh, the upper parts of the draft and trying to figure all those things out. (laughs) Amazing. Thank you, Dan. It is amazing. Thanks, Dan. I I was thinking today that I used to be – my only concern this weekend was hoping that the Patriots were in the early conference championship game window (laughs) because I always preferred three (laughs) over 630, and then now it's a – Now it's fearing the next dynasty developing and uh... – the third pick of the draft. And that, by the way, is Dan Weeder from the Chicago uh, Tribune, Bears reporter. And our guests during this playoff time, brought to you by Wise Snacks, our coverage of the postseason. No one does crunchy, salty, or cheesy better than Wise Snacks. Now, did that talk you off the ledge? There is a Bears expert, and I think he laid that out perfectly. That is amazing. Negatives, pocket feel, getting the ball out quickly, fourth quarter it factor, to paraphrase, not a top 12 quarterback. You're trading a number two for that? Come on, get off that ledge. You want to bring Mac back, and he's nowhere near a top 12 quarterback. I'm drafting a quarterback, though. My Mac plan is Mac right. for a year, draft a guy with the third pick. This isn't Justin Fields for 30 years. It's Justin Fields to see what you have with Marvin Harrison Jr., a known commodity with a better offensive line and a better defense. And passing on a chance to take a top three quarterback in a draft. Jaden Daniels spent how many years in college? Uh, Jaden Daniels is 24? Yeah. Couple so, years. So why couple, is he all of a years. sudden this unbelievable prospect? Oh, it, he is what he is. You see him. He, I mean, developed. I guess I can't argue with football that. Football is football. You remember our last caller? <laughs> we had Pete on to talk about this. Braverman, come on. You heard that. Does that not scare you about Justin Fields? You're a football guy. It's semi-football guy, but no, I'm not scared by Justin Fields. What do you mean you're not? So you don't want him? You don't want him? I mean, I would like to have him. He's better than the quarterback you got right now. Oh, my God. Did you, did you guys just not listen to the interview? He said he stinks. He, I mean, I understand it. If I were the Bears and I had the first pick in the draft, I would take Caleb Williams. But 
the Patriots aren't in that position. And Marvin Harrison Jr. at three, if we're going to stick with the value conversation, is far greater value than Jaden Daniels at three. Would you agree with that? Okay, I mean, that's a different argument. If you're going to go for Kirk Cousins and Marvin Harrison, I think that makes some sense. Kirk Cousins is a proven, established, pretty good quarterback. I think the Patriots should be in as in kicking the tires on all talented offensive players that are available in free agency and the draft. Their offense is historically awful. It is putrid. Texter brought up Calvin Ridley as another guy. He missed a year from yeah, gambling think, on the game. Yeah, I think it's 5-1 to one odds. <laughs> By the way, fresh, can we talk about Kayshawn Booty? What oh. a bizarre story yeah, that was. Bizarre. I mean, the Patriots really are in an odd place. They are indeed. And that's what we discuss most Saturdays here on the Kennedy. And Curry if you Show. missed it, Ken Laird apologized to me saying that he was wrong. Brady over Bill. Well, sort of. Right now, i got to say, Bill's been embarrassed. He's been Is Danny alive? I mean, come on, Danny. Where you been, bud? Danny I mean, texted me last week. We didn't take calls last week. We were uh, at winter weekend, and he was trying to get in from somewhere, some other country. He was like, I can call in, you know, give me a time, but we didn't take calls. Maybe he'll be back. I don't know where he is today. I'll shoot him a text. Our good friend Danny and Quincy. People look forward to him in your battles here in the 11 o'clock hour of the show. Fitzy and Hart at noon. In the meantime, here's the news and what's trending. Wait, Jaden Daniels did win the Heisman, didn't he? Yeah. So what, I, what are these textures saying? The Heisman winner this year. Yeah. Okay. Carry on. Go, Go ahead, Braverman. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The name of a uh, group. January never ends. Uh, coming up, Fitzy and Hart, followed by Travis Thomas from Nesson, three to six today. And tomorrow we got the games after Arcan Costos two-hour show tomorrow on WEI. Get you ready for your picks. You're picking the Chiefs. Rooting for the Chiefs? Uh, I'm not probably not rooting for the Chiefs, but I'm picking the Chiefs, and I am rooting for the Lions. Yes. I I don't know if I, I'm, I'm not betting on either. I. 
I'm actually. I, I thought I was going to have trouble like not betting. I just didn't. I just don't do it. I just don't. Really? Haven't engaged. Haven't engaged. It's. I think you have best. the FanDuel app. You have the BetMGM app. I have all the apps. I mean, and the spinach artichoke. <laughs> um, but I, I really hope the Lions win. I just there is so many. Um, there's so many transformational things that have occurred thanks to Dan Campbell being successful. Where it's like we had these cookie cutters of coaches in mind. Like it felt like McVeigh was really, you know, the the quaff, the, the the right uh, bloodline, all that stuff. They said everything the right way. Kyle Shanahan, Zach Taylor, Zach Taylor yeah. those guys. And it's like great. I mean, those they've all been successful and God bless them. But I think Dan Campbell is the reason you have D'Amico Ryans, the reason you have Gerard Mayo, the reason you have these Antonio Pierce guys that are former players relatable former players and and the reason is is that there has never been a greater chasm between generations than there is now because the way kids grow up now bears zero, zero resemblance to even you and me totally, totally i mean we grew up without the internet we grew up with encyclopedia britannica in the library we grew up with needing to wait till our dad got to work to call him we grew up with our babysitters knowing the number of the restaurant our parents went to like it's just a totally different world entirely we have instant gratification now before it was you'd write a letter and hear back in a month i mean so uh, i do believe that there are certain people like andy reed and bill belichick that have the je ne sais quoi and the resume to be able to relate but by and large i think the age of the the closely uh regarded player and coach is much more common and successful although mayo made a point to say hard work still wins from his press conference i think that was a good line that's to try to take a little bit of the bill that worked and keep it here obviously dan campbell's still hardo you know hardo bite kneecaps guy so i'm not sure if bill created the hard work always works line i don't think he stole that from and on the way up we're gonna bite the kneecap off there you go i mean god love it I wish, I wish Ken would bite some kneecaps. This company would be in doesn't a doesn't matter place. if you have one ass cheek and three toes. I will beat your ass. Either way, Super Bowl is a good matchup. There's Has not, anybody there's ever asked him to, to sort of go explain that, what that meant? The kneecap and the like, ass cheek? The, what would that, why would you have three toes and one <laughs> ass cheek? I don't know what's a good line. But, but, I got but, after, but honestly, I, yeah. I didn't get to mention it this week. At the conclusion of the Lions game against the, the Bucks last weekend, I don't know who did the interview on the field, but... They it was Jared Goff and Ragnow, the mm-hmm. guard that got injured or the center that he got yeah. all pro. Frank Ragnow. And he was asked about Dan Campbell. And it was one of the better reactions. Maybe if we could see if we could find it. Probably not, Joe. So don't you know kill yourself over it. But it, there's a um, – he just said in such an authentic way, he's like, he's the same every day. No way we're here without him. That he's – what you see is what you get. He's got your back. He demands the most. And I just – it, it, I, I like I like seeing teams win a different way. However, their coordinator, Ben Johnson, Ben Johnson? Yep. Uh, is going to get the commander's job. That seems like a fait accompli. I know. Florio said that was Belichick's. <laughs> and he may be a huge part of their success that goes away. Lions could not be the, might not be the same next year. And you could still have the Patriots regretting hiring Mayo and not going after the young offensive mind. Hiring the defensive guy who's been here, granted, and has some good things going for him, but Go for the new young offensive guy who can, because as you say, and a lot of callers already, they better draft seven offensive players. They better go out and overhaul the offense. Is Mayo actually going to do that? And with a win, 
Jared Goff will have been to as many Super Bowls as Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees combined. Oof. Next year's Rodgers year. Let's go to Danny and Quincy. There he is. We'll put the bat signal out. Hello, Danny. Good morning. Well, good morning. You know, and I, I I'm you know, I'm in Jamaica, Ken, right? So oh. I just left these people from Chicago. And um every it's funny, I met so many people from different parts of the country. Everybody wants to fire the coach and everybody wants to get rid of the quarterback. The people from Chicago can't stand Fields because they say he's too much of a runner, he doesn't he doesn't know when to sit in the pocket. It's amazing. Everybody's got their own hatred for their own teams, right? So, and we all want what they don't have, and they want we, what we have, whatever. And, and he can't believe Belichick hasn't gotten a job yet. So the, the, way, the, the way Belichick is viewed from other parts of the country is that he's, he's a legend. Oh, really? Then why did and nobody hire him, Danny? <laughs> well, let's go back to what you were just Well, I mean, answer uh, that directly. About. I know you talked to a fan I, in I'm Jamaica. Going to. I mean, I'm going to. Who I, could argue with that? I believe... What's that? Who could argue with a random guy in Jamaica talking about the Bears as opposed no, to... They're from, no, they're from Chicago. I know, so I, get I know, Danny. I, I know. Okay, I, okay, Chris. You know, sometimes it's hard to figure out when you're kidding and when you're not. Right. You know? well, it's hard anyway. to figure out when you're using logic or yeah. just randomly you, telling a story. No. I'm, I'm trying to tell a story about the perspective around the country, about everyone's perspective on their own teams. Right, but you, but you said everybody around the country loves Bill when every other team could have hired him and they didn't. Because they're going back to what you were just talking about. It's becoming a player's league. And I believe, I believe these owners now are interviewing some of the captains or some of the players, getting a pulse from the players as to who they would want to coach them. And I believe their perception of Belichick is that he's still a militaristic, hardliner, uh, chain of command type of guy, and they don't want to be coached that way. And it's the softy, the softness of what you were just saying. The youths. On one minute, you're ripping Chris Russo for being an old guy, <laughs> saying he watched Newt Rockney, and then you're saying how much of an endearing thing it was to have people writing letters and reading books rather than being on the internet. I don't know what. What, what, you're what are you talking about? That's true. You just you took a stop for a turn. second, Ken. Good point. No, Danny. I did you're not say you're, Ken. You're Danny, splitting. stop for a second. I did not say one was better than the other. I said. There has never been a greater chasm, which if you need to look it up, you can. It means a separation of two things, a gap between the generation now that's playing football and the people that are coaching them. I said Ken and I grew up in a totally different world, even though our proximity to the players is not that far apart, pre-internet and post-internet. I wasn't saying one was better than the other. Open up your ears. Thank you. Well, it sounded like you were you were paying compliments to the old days. Nope, I was just expressing and, the difference. And then, and then in, the I was hand, just expressing, Danny, the- Danny, I was just expressing how the Internet has created a wide chasm in a short period of time because of the amount of change that has yeah. happened so quickly. Yeah, okay. Well, Curtis is philosophy. But I, I think it's part of it that Belichick's not getting a job because – They've taken a pulse of the players, and it's turning it. This the, the league is now turning into the NBA, i.e., it's turning into a players' league, and it's and that and that's going to ruin the league. It's already being ruined. You can see where it's going. So I just I, I I'm just I'm turned off by it. To be honest with you, football is still. Oh no, men. Bill Belichick <laughs> can't coach anymore. Now Danny's done with the NFL. Oh, Danny, just relax oh, in Jamaica. NFL, just, I didn't say that. I just. <laughs> Just relax. Have a good week. Refresh and come back next week. Go watch the bobsled team.
Just uh, there's no need to call it a, when you're in Jamaica. Don't call Curtis. That that'll ruin your trip. But you know? in no way did I say one was better than the other. I'm saying that it, it stands to reason that the generational divide has never right. been more apparent. You're praising the new wave of coaches. No, I'm not praising to... it. I'm well, just expressing a matter of fact. All right. Well, what do you think about it? I think that there has never been a bigger gap. Well, do you like the new way or the old way? I love the old way. I, I, I would write a shorter letter if I had more time. Patriots offensive coordinator searches up to nine interviewees. Mike Cadlick, our Patriots beat writer, puts up the list here. Nick Cayley from the Rams. Zach Robinson from the Rams. Dan Pitcher, Bengals, hired by the Bengals as their OC. He's off the list. Shane Waldron, Seahawks, hired by the Bears. Gerard Johnson, Texans. Thomas Brown, Panthers. Tanner Engstrand, Lions. Brian Flurry, 49ers. And Luke Getze this morning, Bears. Nine interviewees for the coordinator. Is that a good thing or no? I think it's a great thing. Due diligence. Plus McDaniels. Who's actually going to be the guy? Let's go to uh, Mike in Rhode Island. Hello, Mike. Yeah, first thing, Brian Flores. Is that is that the one with the Vikings or the 49ers? I thought Flores with the Vikings, no? Brian, that's a different name. It's not Brian Flores. It's oh. F-L-E-U-R-Y. Oh. All right, all right, thank you. Hey, hey just um, a question. You know, the thing with Atlanta, was that Belichick not wanting it or blank not wanting Belichick? Do we, do we know the... If and as a, you know, the ins and outs about that. I mean, who refused to it? It appears. Did Blake just say he didn't want him, or Bill not like the deal that they had set up? No, Bill Belichick wanted there to be some changes with Rich McKay and the way the front office was designed. Reportedly, he didn't get it, and that's why they went with Raheem Morris. Belichick deeply wanted the job, was not offered it. Oh, well, it was. I think there's probably a little more than than we're told. You know, I just we just asked what our opinion was or what was going on. That's that's my understanding. Well, that's, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, your opinion. That's not that's not fact. Hey, you know, you go well, back what, to what the is your, what is the fact of the break. matter, Mike? What's the fact? What am I missing? Well, you just said that's your opinion. That you just use the word opinion, Curtis. Right. That's your opinion. What do you think now? happened? Okay, that you think Bill was never interested in it? I don't it? know. I, I don't I don't know, but I'm not I asking not, if you know, I'm asking your opinion. Going. What's okay, your opinion? Right, this is not going anywhere. God in heaven. Reportedly, reportedly blank wanted him and was talked out of it. Correct? Right. Reportedly. He, Arthur Blank had a nice, lovely time in Antigua with Bill Belichick. They had a second interview. Bill didn't interview with anybody else. And uh, reportedly, the front office got nervous that Bill was going to come in and take over their jobs. They were feeling insecure. So Arthur Blank sided with Rich McKay over Bill Belichick. Danny got you off track. <clears throat> Let's go to David in the car. Hello, David. Hey, good morning, guys. Thank you for taking the call, as always. So first, I want to say for last week, Thank you. Great interview with Pedro Martinez. That was unbelievable, you guys. I mean, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I love that guy. He's unbelievable. We'll never see anybody like him in the Red Sox uniform. And the, the way he still speaks is just so inspiring. It's, it's what the team needs. But I love I love David, real quick. Purpose, a, I was going to say, I loved his line yeah. about uh, pitchers today stealing money by coming out in the fifth. That's like an old school, old guy. That, was the, thing. that <laughs> was the best. That was the best line that he said. That was so true. Yep. He was being so honest because that's exactly what it seems like. Yep. So, you know, Belichick, you know, real quick, I, I'm, you know, I'm calling about the games this weekend, but Belichick, I have a feeling that I would not be surprised, in my opinion, that he'll be coaching by the time the 2024 season begins because I believe there's some teams out there, they're still unsettled uh, as for sure who they have for coaching they want to stay with. I, I think they're going to digest it over time and make a decision. So, in my opinion, I wouldn't be surprised. Now, on the games this weekend, obviously, you know, I like the Chiefs. They're okay. But 
I, I'm rooting for for the Ravens. I think Lamar deserves to be there. He's a great quarterback. He has matured a lot, and I'm really hoping that they win. And between the Niners and the Lions, as much as I know the whole country is leaning towards the Lions, but how can you not root for the 49ers? You have, you know, Brock Purdy, the, the irrelevant, Mr. Irrelevant. He's like, a, you know, back in the day when, when nobody thought Tom Brady was going to be anybody, and I'm not putting him in the same category by all means. No way. But what I'm saying, how can you not root for this kid? How it would, can you not? It would definitely, David, shake the need a great quarterback to win argument, the foundation thereof. I right. mean, um, nobody's ever going to say he's a great quarterback. He, uh, can, he's capable, I guess. So from that standpoint, it would be interesting. But I do think Lions-Ravens is a good Super Bowl. That's that's a good one. Lamar going for his first. Lions and Campbell, kind of the national favorite. Chiefs back is, is going to be compelling if they pull it off, win on the road, beat a number one seed on the road. For my purposes, I know I, it removes my, my team I want to win, which is the Lions. I think the Lions lose to either the Chiefs or the Ravens. I For me... Chiefs Niners is just a rematch from a couple years ago. You have that great defense against Mahomes and that offense, and I, Purdy lucked out last weekend. Mm-hmm. That pass that should have been picked off by the Packers early on in that game is a pick six without a doubt. I mean, it was a horrible throw. There's already people talking about how Brady was going to be there last year. The national conversation on Purdy has been relatively negative. He has a dud of a game. I mean, like one touchdown, three picks, there's a chance they go in an entire different direction next year at quarterback. Get Brady back. They tried this year. No, not, I'm not Almost. with you on that. But Almost. I, but I, uh, the, the NFL lucked out. I mean, any one of these matchups would be a great matchup. Can I go back to one thing from Winter Weekend? <clears throat> we had, obviously, the big headline was Sam Kennedy, which he apologized to Dan Shaughnessy on your behalf. Right. We Thank appreciate you. that apology. Called, you, called you a liar. Thank you. Um. We had Pedro. Pedro was great. We had Coron right after. After we had Sam and Tom. After Sam and Tom. And Tom Werner had thrown out the line that we'd be 10 wins better if only we played defense. Correct. And I mentioned that to Cora. Did you catch the reaction of Cora when I said that? It was like a grunt or a grumble or a chuckle or something. Right. I want to go back and listen to the audio. Let's do it. Um, We don't do it now, Joe. Um, But I think that bothers him. That Werner is now throwing it on him. In a way, Werner's right. The defense sucked, and that's Cora's fault. Yes? Of course. But I mean, but no, it's not Cora's fault. Well, but the, he is the manager. I mean, I there are certain things about the way the Red Sox do business that just infuriate me. And I know I get angry, but I come to this. I, I, I am deep down, I love these teams. I grew up passionately supporting the Red Sox. We talked about the 04 team. I mean, 20-year anniversary. Compare your emotions to that team with the current one. Well, But the issue is that they put the team in this position. They have the Red Sox where they are, and they're telling you that they're as invested as they were. Do you believe they're as invested? No, they're not as invested. But anybody... They they used to go crazy. They used to overspend to get their guy. They're not doing that. And I see... They were in on Yamamoto, but they were, like, barely in. But I see the people in in Springfield last weekend. The best fans in the country. They're out there. It's cold. It's not, you know, the most convenient place to get to. And they are... I was shocked when we walked in an hour before our show as how packed that convention hall was. Yeah, And they're just... Mistreating the 
the loyalty of the organization by charging obscene amounts of money, by promoting the experience in the park, and not doing their job to make the team worthy of the fan support. Well, And, and there is truth to the, the fact that they sell Fenway. Half the fans are from rival teams who come. It's a tourist attraction. I mean, it is a, the Fenway experience line that they threw out, I think, is very uh, off-putting to some people. Okay, now Braverman found the audio. Can we hear? Was there a scoff? From Coral, it, it's very faint. So if you listen right, closely, so you might be able. To don't side a wiggy. Tom Warner mentioned uh, when he was on the defense alone might have been ten wins difference last year if, if things had gone right. Yeah, minimal, but I could I could feel it. I, I, I let's slow it down. Uh, that's all right. It's fine. Core, I don't like Core like that. He threw that out twice to us and Nesson. More likely, Mac Jones starts this season for the Patriots at quarterback, or Alex scores back next season. Oh, Mac! Mac is a. 80% he's starting. Oh, please. Even if they draft the guy. Here's another report from Sorry, Alex. 80% over whoever they may take in the first or second round? Yes. Groom them slow. Camp battle. Mac v. Jaden Daniels. Mac v. Drake May. Mac and May. Mac v. May. Who wins that? Daniels. Mac versus May. Okay, here's a report from Alex Spear. This is also not great news. God, what are we doing? The Red Sox have remained open to trading Ma- 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 Masataka Yoshida, but there's been... Quote, virtually no interest, end quote, from other teams in baseball for taking on his remaining four years and $72 million. So they're, so they're trying to trade Yoshida, and they uh, can't. I, do you think they're selling the team? No, they flat out said they're not. Oh, God. Oh, I, what do you, you really I think? I really don't think they so are. So why are they running the business this way? Because they, it's a cash cow. They're building up Fenway to be an entertainment experience, and they just want it to be, they want it to be like comp- contending every year is fine. They don't, so you admitted that I was right about Brady and Bill. Are you admitting it me? Are you admitting that I'm right about the other uh, entities, the vast portfolio impacting the Red Sox day to day operation? I mean, in a way, I guess so. Yes, I guess so. Two for two. I just they like the whole package. They like them, you know. They won when they had Liverpool, right? So they've done this before. But in '18, it was different. It just felt different. And do you agree with me? This went a bit viral on our Instagram yesterday. That. We are known for seafood around here, but Italian is truly... Hot take. That was a very hot take. No, I still think seafood. I agree with Greg. What is wrong with you? I mean, it's going to take a lot to change that narrative. People think of New England, they think of seafood. I'm not Ken, t- it's better than whatever Fourier gave you. What did Fourier give me? Oh, that was the, smell, the smelling thing. That was, what was that? Oh, yeah, I saw some... I got Whoa. some ad hominem attack from you. <laughs> I had nothing wrong. I see this thing. Curtis smells Oh, yeah. Funny. You, you never attack me. God, five times every morning I get a shot. Oh, five times. Uh, I just said you were 48, and I said, happy birthday. You're like, I'm 45, a-hole. No Kens are intelligent. Or, you know. <laughs> Ken is very intelligent. All right, fine. It's the Ken and Curtis show. Are we going to do a, a cross with Fitzy or Hart? Would you like to? I would like to. I would like to replay, if you missed the R11 a.m. interview with Dan Weeder, him <laughs> trashing. Oh, okay. Him trashing. Justin Fields. Who would you rather have, Justin Fields or Mac Jones? Mac Jones. All right. Fitzy and Hart coming up at noon, and we'll get who do you want? Well, who's ever available? Fart. Let's get <laughs> let's get their way in on the Fields conversation next. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out of market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 
38 starts into this, there are some major flaws in terms of playing this position at a high level that are still there. Pocket feel below average. Uh, getting the ball out quickly has been a problem. His fourth quarter efficiency, really woeful. Uh, and just the game on the line production has just been, it's been lacking. And so, yes, I think the improvement has been undeniable. There's some positives that you can see and gravitate towards. But from what I've seen on a week-in, week-out basis from the quarterback position for three years, doesn't lead me to believe that he's going to be a top 12, top 10 starter in this league at any time. Wrong again, Curtis. Do not trade for Justin Fields. That's the professional advice of Dan Wiederer, Chicago Bears beat reporter, who's watched every one of his 39 games, Curtis, 38 starts. He says, woeful and fourth quarter lacking. Woeful pocket feel and getting the ball out quickly. Not a top 12 quarterback. So try again. Go back to your Kirk Cousins take. Um, so you were wrong about Brady. What was the only one you were wrong about today? Probably not wrong ever. Uh, and you're wrong about your seafood take. 508 text, you're very upset. Cold water seafood is known by all chefs and food professionals to be superior than warm water seafood. Probably your frame of mind while in Florida. Okay, I'm telling you right now, the fish in Florida, chef's kiss. Phenomenal. And why, so why do you're we... you like sh- Brady. That has a stab in the back of New England. That's like saying... I hate you lobster. We'll be caught dead here. Lobster is one of the most overrated foods in the history of mankind. Good lobster roll down at the beachcomber? God, you cannot beat that. I think you it, can. And our sweet at Gillette, those Go- lobster rolls are unbelievable. Gulf shrimp. Oh, phenomenal. Bubba Gump nailed it. You can keep your gulf shrimp. You cannot, I mean, I'm not a seafood connoisseur, but the seafood here is outstanding. Excellent. Fantastic. Right. That's what it's known for. Italian's a second. Sometimes it's a crossover. As someone whose mom was reared in the North End, I have... uh, What a hard old line that is. Well, it's true. The Silvestros. Big family. Italian 100%. Maria Francesca Silvestro. Did they know the Arcans? They did not. And I think Arcan went to BB&N. Not exactly a tough tough town. (laughs) BB&N makes rivers look like, you know... He says he grew up in the North End. Right. Well, BB&N, Buckingham, Brown, and Nichols. Here's a good uh, question from No Moss Gathers, our frequent... uh, Twitter guy. Yep. Is it a stain on Mahomes if he loses to Mr. Irrelevant? Should that be what Patriots fans root for? You're calling Andy Hart Mr. Irrelevant? <laughs> uh, he may join us here in a minute. No. Uh, I guess, but I think that people wouldn't be viewing it as losing to Purdy as much as it would be to Bosa and Chase Young and those guys. You like, But it, how about just losing in the Super Bowl again? Two Super Bowl losses. Would that crumble the dynasty in any form or fashion? I hate to say it, but the Chiefs getting to the, t- the conference title game this season feels like an accomplishment. From where they were losing. We, remember that game? To the Raiders at home on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, whatever that was? By the Brutal. way, uh, not only is Tooney out, the uh, Chiefs have just found out they're going to be with a while. I mean, this may be good news. But um, Kadarius Tony also out. Tooney and Tony. Kadarius Tony out for a combination of personal slash hip reasons. What? Personal reasons and a hip injury. <laughs> so the hip injury wasn't bad enough. I don't know. What? What could that? Anybody speculating? I do. You got got to give Mahomes credit. He is he is surrounded. The way he's by blown him. games. It's probably better off. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. It's probably better, but still, that's. He, all he's got is Kelsey. No, I'm telling you, if 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 Mahomes isn't that quarterback, they are a five win team. <laughs> they got a good defense, and Allen. I still think Allen wins. If he if you switch those quarterbacks, Allen, 
and his running ability, plus Kelsey, plus the defense, they still beat the Bills roster that can't run the ball. You don't think the Bills had better weapons than the Chiefs? I just... Toward the end, uh, their receivers are suspect. What do you think not Mahomes does with Steph Diggs? Don't you think Allen ran too much? What do you think Mahomes does with Steph Diggs? Yeah, that's true. And well, I don't know what the future there is. Where do the Bills go next? I don't know. But it feels like everybody, the owners are just all of a sudden cheap. You know, outside of Mark Davis, nobody's firing coaches with a lot of money left. 978 text, a good point. Uh, he's, we're talking about our Tom Warner conversation. To be fair, Warner said he asked the analytics group how many more wins the Red Sox would have had with better defense, and he was quoting the nerds. True. True, but there's something going on with Cora and this organization. It's going to hang it. You're right about it, Curtis. This is going to hang over them all year. Breslow, it's in his hands. That was the answer from ownership. We haven't mentioned him today. Breslow, by far and away, the biggest loser of that weekend. Eh, he's just, uh, he's fine. He's fine. He's unproven right now. Okay, what's his one job, we were told? Fix the pitching. Oversee Alex Cora. Who's going to be the one they blame when Alex Cora leaves? No, that's not. They, they can try, but that's not going to stick. Are you going to believe that, that Breslow didn't want Do you believe they're 10 wins better this year with their defense? No, they're five wins better. Okay, so then why? So you cannot believe something he says, but it's unfathomable to not believe another? Okay, but... I just don't think if Cora leaves, people are going to say Breslow didn't want him. I'm not saying that people will say that. I'm saying that the the, the 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 car is already backing up over him. If the owners wanted Cora, he'd have a multi-year deal now and a lucrative one. But you were telling me that what they were doing was smart last week. I did not. Yes, you did. You what? said what? win-win. He's in a contract year. He's got to perform. I did not say that. I said that. It's not a good thing to have Cora in the last year of his deal. I would never have said that. Find we that we talked about it, and you were defending their approach. I may have been playing devil's advocate to like speculate their thinking okay. on it. All right, let's but not, I don't agree with it. Right, Sign let's Cora. Go to, let's go to Andy Hart. I don't think Hart's Hart's ready. Okay, this you, guy's you, not even Shane in Plymouth. He calls in with some suit. No, him. I don't want to go with him. All right, give me your final thoughts on uh, what's at stake for New England this weekend. Okay, I think the best possible outcome for the Patriots yep. would be a Ravens-Lions Super Bowl. So Chiefs stumble in the championship game. Don't even get there. Don't get there. You have the the Lions with a young former player getting to the Super Bowl, a relatively quick turnaround, three years with with um, Campbell and the GM, whose name I forget I should remember. And you have a guy that was traded, a top pick in Jared Goff, Went to a new team. You trade for Justin Fields, a former top pick. Bring him in with your young coach. You are up and coming. You have those sort of teams as a guide. If Lamar Jackson wins a Super Bowl, does Jaden Daniels' stock rise just based on he's not, perception that they're the same guy? I don't guy? think that they're the same guy. I think and you're I, right about that. I, I feel Sorry, like, but no one is ever Lamar Jackson. No one is. What about Michael Vick? Michael Vick's better than Lamar Jackson. Well, I don't know. I Michael, we, we talk about Vick occasionally. He what was about a, Burt Jones? I love Burt Jones, and I saw. I mean, I'm old enough to have seen Brian Hoyer. Um, but tomorrow, I really think it's going to be Mahomes' legacy continues to build. The drumbeat of the, the Chiefs. I think it's good for Patriots fans to have the Chiefs in the Super Bowl to have a real rooting interest. Because if it's Ravens Lions, I guess people are rooting for the Lions, but they're you know these this Ravens team bears almost no resemblance to the the Suggs Ray Lewis Ravens well, of it's, years ago. It's Harbaugh still, yeah, that's true. Harbaugh did start Deflategate. Yep, and that uh, continuity is there. Well, either way, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. You can hear the games only here on ninety three seven in Boston on Westwood One affiliates that we are. 
And that'll start at 3 o'clock tomorrow, but it really gets started with early morning Boomer and Valenti at 8, and then Christian Arcand takes over at 9. Curtis, you got the sat- Sunday off. Uh, Greg Hill show going to be out at yeah. the Stoneham uh, Aviva Trattoria with uh, the dedication of a dining room to the Greg Hill Foundation where all proceeds will go, which is a pretty cool deal. Courtney, Wiggy, uh, and Greg will all be there. So final prediction, Chiefs, uh, Ravens, who do you like? I like Ravens. And Chiefs and, like and Niners. Ravens, Lions. Ravens, like Lions, Super Bowl. Yep. All right. Let's see. You got Chiefs. I have Chiefs, back. Chiefs, Niners. Chiefs, Niners. We got the opposite. All right. Talk to you next week. Joe, good job. Fitzy and Hart next, followed by Travis Thomas. Enjoy your Saturday, everybody. See you Monday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.